So, some of you may remember our cartoon from the 60s and the 70s called The Rocky and Bullwinkle Show, which featured Dudley Do-Right, the Royal Canadian Mountie who always rescued the damsel in distress. But how many of you have heard the story of the debonair Swiss man who rescues the damsel from the Mountie? The date was August 16th, 1973. My family had arrived in Dawson City the previous day for the 75th anniversary of the Discovery Days. This is an annual commemoration of the event that spurred the 1898 gold rush in the Yukon Territory of Canada. Also arriving that uh, previous day were two Europeans who'd been traveling through Alaska and Canada, but they weren't aware that there were any festivities, so they arrived serendipitously right at the right moment in Dawson. Now, one of the events was an outdoor street dance that took place just a few blocks from the RV park where we were staying, and I went to it accompanied by my little brother, Tom. There was a Royal Canadian Mountie who was off-duty but still partially uniformed, and he kept asking me to dance and wasn't satisfied when I continually declined his offer. At the tender age of 15, that 30-something-year-old seemed like an old man to me. <laughs> and besides, I could tell he'd been drinking. I was contemplating leaving the dance because I was tired of him bothering me when I noticed across the street a tall and attractive young man smiling at me and surveying the Mountie closely. Now, he was standing next to an ice cream booth, so I offered my brother a cone. We went across the street, I made the purchase, and then the bandana that I was wearing on my head, I flung so that it went and landed at the feet of this attractive young man. This gave me the perfect excuse that when I picked it up to be face to face with him and to initiate a conversation. It did take more than a few words before I ascertained that English was not his mother tongue. And I asked him where was he from and what was his name? He responded, Switzerland, and he said his name was Hans. And then he asked me to tance, which was close enough to the English word dance that I could figure it out. So while my brother enjoyed his cone, we danced a few numbers under the glare of the Mountie to whom Hans had given a back off look. And then to make sure there was no further harassment, Hans escorted my brother and I back to our trailer uh, acting the perfect gentleman the entire way. There he met my mother and we made plans to meet the next morning. Now, Hans abandoned his older, slightly bemused brother to spend the next two days of the celebrations with me. And as we went through the various events, I noticed he was wearing these military dog tags and I was curious and asked to see them. And there was an inscription that was tw said 25.06.52. And I asked him, what did that mean? And he explained that was his Geburtstag, or birthday. And I soon learned that the day became, comes before the month in German. I also quickly did the math and determined this man was six years older than me. <laughs> so I was very happy he had no idea what my age was, or I was sure he would be at a swift retreat. I was quite nervous when he took me to Diamond Tooth Gertie's Dance Hall Saloon for drinks. And I was really relieved when I ordered a soft drink and they didn't card me. 
So um, another thing I told Hans when I finished school, my best friend and I were planning to uh, travel around Europe, and he suggested we include Switzerland on our itinerary and that we would be both welcome to stay with his family. And I thought that was a quite enticing offer. Now, the morning we were leaving to return to Anchorage, I uh, convinced my mother to stop at his campsite so I could say goodbye. And I was actually quite sad to leave my new foreign friend. And yet, even at a very young, immature age of 15, and knowing that I didn't really know what love was, I wrote in my journal that I intuited that I could love this man. When, we return, when I returned to Anchorage, the impact was immediate. And uh, the next week when I registered for my junior year in high school, I promptly crossed French off and took, uh, added German to my schedule. <laughs> now, a few months later, a care package arrived from Switzerland. And in it was a beautiful uh, map of Switzerland, lovely photos of Hans and his village, and most importantly, Swiss chocolate. <laughs> This was my first introduction to Toblerone, that alpine-shaped milk chocolate filled with nougats of almond and honey. And I thought to myself, this guy knows how to court a girl with chocolate. <laughs> and I enlisted the help of my German teacher to write him a nice long letter back. Now, when my girlfriend and I did graduate high school, we did indeed include the stunningly beautiful Switzerland on our 12-country backpacking trip. When Hans first walked in the room, I barely recognized him. His long hippie hair was now short and stylish. He was wearing sexy jeans and a leather coat that replaced his camping clothes. And it would be an understatement to say I was more than a little impressed. <laughs> so uh, I felt, uh, Hans and I both grew up in large families, so I felt uh, comfortable and welcomed by his parents and his siblings in his home in his village of Barrowminster. Uh, despite the language uh, challenges. Now, Hans made a statement at some time during that visit that now that I was 19, and I corrected him and said, now that I'm 17, and he said, wait a minute, I asked you how old you were in Dawson, and you told me you were 17, and I rebutted, I said, uh, no, you never asked me, I specifically know that, and if you had, with your rudimentary English, you wouldn't have understood the answer. It would take uh, two more years after that brief romantic interlude before we see each other again. I signed up to study at my university's overseas campus in neighboring France, and so we made plans to meet. Now, at age 19, uh, the difference between 19 and 25 and 15 and 21 is quite different. I was much more mature, and the relationship not only became uh, more serious, it was also legal. So the next few years, we bounced back and forth uh, between, across the Atlantic to see each other and to travel to other lands together. And when I graduated college, Hans agreed to return to Alaska, to immigrate to Alaska, and within a few months, we were engaged. We were married on August 16, 1980, which was exactly seven years from the day we met. And in the next several decades, we raised three children. On August 16, 1998, the 100th anniversary of the gold rush, our 25th anniversary meeting and our 18th wedding anniversary, we returned to Dawson City with our three kids in tow and renewed our wedding vows. Now, uh, we were accompanied by many friends and family, including Hans's brother, Freddie, who had flown from Switzerland. Freddie brought with him a gift that he'd finally gotten around to uh, word processing their trip journal and had added some photos. 
And I was quite surprised to find a photo that Hans had taken of a landmark in uh, Dawson called the Palace Grand Theater, because I was in the photo, and this was taken the day before we met. I also found out from Freddie that he'd come to the street dance with Hans, and when Hans had seen me, he'd promptly been dispatched to the nearby bar so he wouldn't get in his way. So if my husband ever teases me about misleading him about my age, I say that perhaps it wasn't the Mountie I should have been worried about, but a Swiss stalker. So um, we just celebrated our 35th, 38th wedding anniversary, and in two weeks, we take off on our next adventure of life, we're moving back to Switzerland for a couple years to spend time with his siblings and to travel to neighboring countries. Many people went to the uh, Yukon in the hopes of discovering gold and becoming rich, and most failed. We were two of the lucky ones. However, better than finding a nugget of, or a pouch of gold nuggets, we found a lifetime of love. Thank you. Oh.